holy shit, I'm a dad. Biggest gig I ever had. Thought I had wild nights before. Now get less sleep than I did on tour. Traded in on my bourbon for baby bottles and bras for nursing. Never thought I'd be this rad. Holy shit, I'm a dad. Biggest gig I ever had. Holy shit, I'm a dad. All right, welcome to another episode of Holy Shit, I'm a Dad, number six right here. I'm Ross James, and holy shit, I'm a dad. And I'm Andy Thorne, and we're still dads. <laughs> yes, We're doing indeed. dad stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah, every minute of every day. Um, Sorry for the poor audio quality last week. We're back in our fancy <laughs> audio booths now. <laughs> exactly, yes, back in the studio now. want to... <laughs> keep it nice and smooth for all you listeners at home uh, and thanks everybody for tuning in yeah no doubt um we're gonna try to keep it learned a lot from stickley last weekend oh my god man yeah last that was, week what a what a journey they had man you know holy cow crazy totally crazy pretty insane yeah yeah um you know and and when we were when we were talking you know we were getting ready to go out in the middle of the woods for a little bit of a, a festival that we were playing. And uh, that didn't end up happening, did it? No, but we finally <laughs> got our little guys together. It took we... going four hours away <laughs> from our homes to do that, which makes no sense at all. Yeah, we drove four hours to have dinner, you know? It was cool. <laughs> it was great. I-70 is a mess, y'all. So if you're going yeah. out that way... Yeah. If you're going west on I-70, check everything before you go. <laughs> and don't believe anything down. you read. <laughs> don't believe Google Maps, first of all, ever. <laughs> yes, we, had, uh, we were going to play at the Crystal Mountain Music Festival. We were going to be taking our kids into the complete wilderness mm -hmm. up a four-wheel drive road about five miles. Which is a fine idea, and right? We, That's we okay. were, it's... <laughs> yeah, after Tyler actually made it up there, and when he came out, he's like, hey, you know, that might be a little bumpy for Barry. I don't know. Oh, and I was like, come on, Andy said it would be fine. Andy Mans, who is actually a really good parenting friend. He has four kids, so <laughs> we trusted him. We're still planning on doing it. Yep, October we'll 1st see what and happens. 2nd. Yeah, if you're in Colorado, come watch us try to get the babies into the wilderness. <laughs> If you're in Colorado and have a high clearance four wheel drive <laughs> that, vehicle, that too, yeah, that too. Um, That's the tricky part. But we got our guys together for a little dinner play date and breakfast and breakfast the following day. That was right. That was nice. Gotta love it, man. You so know, great. You know, since we didn't, Warren's get, killing it. He's killing it, man. So is Barry. Barry's huge. <laughs> Barry is a giant monster. <laughs> he's so loud. <laughs> And he's ever like he just screams all the time. I feel like Oren is like real nice. And <laughs> he's he's not a monster like Barry. Well, he could certainly be a monster, but yeah, he's he's kind of okay. just taking it all in and sizing it up most of the time, just sort of yeah. absorbing, observing. Um, so he started eating food. Is that what I saw? Yeah. So I sent Andy this video uh, last night. You know, 
this is this is this is a good place to start okay so there's like a million different ways that you can you know go from nursing or the bottle or whatever to like eating eating food and generally people do like baby food or a puree kind of thing right i'm uh i'm following megan's lead because i would follow her into the depths of hell you know i'd follow her anywhere um we're going with this uh this thing that's called baby led weaning have you heard about this yes okay yeah, so, we got a book on that from Bridget Law, who really recommends it. The the uh, violin player from Elephant Revival. Gotcha. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts and, on it? Have you read about it? You basically yeah, just give the great. kids food. <laughs> it seems really, really great. It's like, I think the idea is you let the baby eat a little bit of whatever you are eating at your meal in a slightly different form. Like you'll tap, give them tiny little bites of something. So, like, as far as I know, that's not even mashed up type stuff. Totally. Like, he's getting... Like, I don't... I think there must be a bunch of different versions. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the video I sent you, you know, he's, he's got applesauce. And he's, like, actually, he kind of figured out how to use a spoon, which is right. a crazy thing to see. Um, he really likes applesauce. That's his, right. That's his favorite so far. I think he just likes to make as big of a mess as possible is what it is. But, um, you know... Totally. We, I saw the mess. <laughs> <laughs> um. For for a neat freak, looked good. Yeah, for a neat freak like me, it's a little, it's you know, it's taken some some adjustment, some patience. <laughs> but uh, he not a problem for me. <laughs> he we've given him not like like strips of roasted carrots, strips of like roasted sweet potato, you know, and par- cool. yeah, it's 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 a cool thing. But part of the deal, a babies have like this gag reflex thing when they start to get, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if it's a swallowing thing or if it's different tastes that are making them gag. We actually have his, uh, Oren's six month checkup in two days. So we're going to, we're going to ask the pediatrician wow. some questions on this, but, uh, you know, they, they like they're chewing or like biting off pieces of like sweet potato. It's really soft, you know, but like, He's like gagging on it. You think he's choking. It's the scariest shit like ever. And you're just supposed to roll with it. So that's kind of what we're doing over here. It's terrifying. And I, like they're supposed to use their hands too, totally. right? Yeah, he's using his hands. He's got a spoon for applesauce. And we haven't gotten to, we haven't started like giving him water yet. That's another question that we have because we've kind of read different right. things and heard different things. So we're going we're gonna to ask that in a couple of days. But, you know. I mean, this philosophy, I don't know if it's, if it's like, if this is part of the Montessori kind of philosophy or what, but, um, we're going to just give him like, I think it's pretty hippie. It's super hippie. Well, we're going to get, there's more hippie It's pretty hippie, but I love, it's going to be good. Yeah. But we're rather than like a sippy cup or something, we're just going to give him like a glass. Like they, oh wow! Like the like the picture of the glass, they pour espresso shots in at like a coffee shop, you know? Right. That's like, oh nice. So so right no out of straw? The, yeah, no nothing. So I guess I guess kind oh, wow. of the thought process is it's going to be crazy, it's going to be messy, it's going to be stressful and scary at some point. So just do it that way out of the beginning and don't make it like weird. Just like make it part of the thing, just this normal process, just like mom and dad kind of. 
Right. So that's, so that's part of the baby led weaning. That's the water thing. The, I, yeah. I think it's all kind of in, in like the next progression from nursing, you know? Very cool. That's supposed to lead your kid to be like a less picky eater right. later in life and all sorts of benefits like that. Yeah. And, and it's just and, easier because they eat a little bit of whatever you're having. Totally. And generally. like, and, and any issues with food, you know, like I think it, it, it helps minimize that kind of stuff. And, you know, just right. Less allergies. Yeah. I mean, and the, and the opposite of like, you know, open your mouth, here comes the airplane, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's the latest. And yeah. That's pretty here, exciting. Man. We tried to give Barry a little mashed avocado the other night and he wasn't really digging it, but we'll keep trying, you know? Yeah. I don't think they like any, we'll just, anything like the first taste, you know, like I think it takes for sure four or five tries. Um, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, the avocado thing. We did that at uh, anything, anything, not even food. I think takes you know four or five tries for them to be into. <laughs> like water <laughs> is a big new thing. We finally put Barry's feet in a river, mm-hmm. more of a creek. You know, we live near Left Hand Canyon, so there's a creek there. And we were at Folks Fest the other day at Planet Bluegrass and Lions, and we kind of dipped his feet in the the water a little bit. But yesterday, I full on like put him in a rapid, oh, yeah. holding him and like let his feet feel all this water flowing by. He dug it until I dropped him down a little bit further, <laughs> but we'll keep trying. You know, it's so exciting to like get these kids checking out the outdoors. Oh my god! Well, yeah, you know, since he's finally noticing stuff, right? I mean, when we were we were really looking forward to going up to Crystal with the kids. Um, and since we weren't able to do that, Megan and I sort of got on this uh, camping kick, you know. So we we took nice. We took Barry on his or Barry. We took Orin on his first camping trip. <laughs> It'd be funny if we took your kid on our first on his first camping trip. Right. <laughs> we took him. <laughs> we took him out there, man. And he's just like so happy. It's crazy. I mean, it was it was pretty cold at night. He didn't like. He didn't complain he's got all the gear and everything you could ever want and you know we're right we're not roughing it too bad out there but sleeping in a tent with a baby is is something unique for sure (laughs) we uh haven't done it yet yeah you got to give it a go i mean i will say we tried to do it last friday and uh uh completely failed at it We, we we had such good fortune the first time we're like let's do it again this weekend and we get up there we're like in we're in Jefferson National Forest, you know, just like off the off the grid, like not like at a campground or anything. And um, we get there and it's like, it looks like it's going to rain a little bit. So I'm like, I'm going to set the tent up real quick. I finish setting the tent up and I'm getting like our little shade awning thing going. It starts hailing like I've never seen ever anywhere in my life. Whoa. Just like raining, pouring golf balls for 30 minutes. It didn't stop for 30 minutes. And then afterwards... It's still raining like crazy, and a, a river just comes out of nowhere and starts rolling through the campground like flash flood. <laughs> the fire pit Whoa. is filled with water, so there's no way we're going to get a fire going. So Megan and Orin are in the car, you know, just watching me get pelted by by hail, so that you know, babies and mom, baby and mama's okay. And uh, we, yeah, I mean, we basically drove an hour and a half. I set up the stuff in the hail. And then tore it down in the rain, and then we drove home. It was awesome. <laughs> wow. 
Well, as long as Oren wasn't traumatized. <laughs> he was cool, man. Sounds like a successful venture. He was he was cool. Kids He's... just love action, man. Yeah. That's what I've noticed more than anything. Like Cecilia and I love to do nothing at our house. It's like <laughs> our favorite thing to do. Kids hate to do nothing. Oh my god, so much. So much. It's and I didn't think babies would hate to do nothing, <laughs> but they do. They like we're we're trying to entertain them all day. <sighs> Up here, but like anytime we take him somewhere to either a festival or just even like down to Pearl Street to a restaurant, he sleeps for like an hour and a half. <laughs> and we're just like, why can't you do that at home during a nap? I mean, Barry doesn't take a nap longer than 30 minutes. Really? Ever? He just, no. <laughs> but he does when we're out and about. Yeah. 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 You know, so that's what we're learning. We're like, if we really want to chill out and have a good time just go somewhere <laughs> so you can have a moment and at night he's just a complete monster <laughs> of course he's more fun than ever uh, too so how's Oren sleeping at night i'm really curious because yeah. we need some tips yeah well you know i his sleeping in general i i finally like have been able to get him to take naps in the crib you know we like we got this super cool crib with like you know, it doesn't have like wooden bars. It's got clear acrylic so that it's, they can nice. see through it. You know, it's like this yeah. really primo crib. It's been super great to look at for six months. That's pretty much it. Or like store dirty clothes. And, you know, like we haven't used it at all. And yeah. because he just hated it, he needed to like sleep, you know, either on one of us or like we had to like put him down and like snuggle with him in bed kind of. And then like yeah. build a little the transfer is tough. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I I think I've got it. You know, I think I figured it out. So he's been taking naps in his crib and like closer to an hour now in the crib. He sleeps way better in the crib. And the other day he took a two hour nap, which I was like, oh my God, is he still breathing in there? What the hell's going on? Unreal. It was, but that's the thing. It's like, it's amazing that the whole time, like after like 45 minutes, you're You're like, is he okay? You're just like, you're not relaxing (laughs) at all. (laughs) Right. But I mean- Nighttime wise, it's pretty. He's been pretty steady since you know, like about two months maybe, where he'll go down between seven and eight, and he wakes up in the middle of the night to nurse. We we're still like bed sharing with him, so he's like in the middle of yeah of Megan and I, and you know he'll wake up in the middle of the night and she'll nurse him I mean, it's nurse it's, back it's, to sleep yeah it's more for it's more it's a lot more for her to deal with you know i'm kind of like right there and if every now and then he'll kind of wake up and i'll try to bounce him back to sleep but then he'll wake up around six or six thirty. so that's kind of the kind of the mo around here that is not bad <laughs> yeah if somehow like barry's not nursing back to sleep well in the middle of the night yeah i think he's just He's just a partier like me. Yeah, you know? well, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. I'm not a sleeper. I'm always like up, ready to go, ready to have fun. Um, but it's just the curse you have. They say the apple does not far, fall far from the tree. Yeah, so, and I think that's what's going on. Here we go. What about, um, what about mobility, man? Is, is Barry self-propelled? What's going on? He's not. He's he's almost crawling. I mean, he's so close, but he loves to stand and like hold on to stuff. Yeah. He doesn't really do that on his own. It's more us helping him do that. Totally. But the guy is just so much fun right now. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> he's such a hoot. He's just smiling all the time and he like laughs uncontrollably. <laughs> 
sometimes. Uh, and it's just insanely fun to see those smiles start oh to come out, God. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's funny. Oren, Oren smiles all the time, but like you got to work to get a laugh out of him. He doesn't, he's not just like giving us all the laughs, which is like, I wish he was laughing more because it's so fun when he does, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Barry has a stoner laugh, which <laughs> totally cracks us up. He's like, <laughs> and it's when I tickle him with my beard yeah, on his totally. belly. That's so try like, that. I mean, it's just the stoner laugh comes out. <laughs> It's absolutely hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I tell you, man, Oren, he's like doing the army crawl thing and he's he's moving faster and just about like regular crawling. So I can just like we're gonna have to I keep joking with Megan that we need to get a cage for him, but uh <laughs> we gotta get a net, maybe. <laughs> a net. <laughs> We got to get... I don't, Have you guys baby-proofed? I mean, dude, our house is, like, unbaby-proofable. We're going to, like, have somebody yeah. come over and help us. But I think, like, the move yeah. is to just either, like... Watch him. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, like, exhausting to just, like... He, yeah. he only has to go five feet to get into trouble. So we got to, like, pen some stuff off or, like... You know, they make those little, like, like baby UFC octagon kind of things that you can put them in, right? A little... A little, uh, right. <laughs> a little ring for him. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, we have a lot of work to do in that department. Don't do, want them crawling into the fireplace. Oh you my know? god, man. Well, and, or the you know the toilet or up the stairs. There's like so many things that they could get into trouble. Like plants. It's a on, lot of danger. Plants on top of plant plant stands. That's a big. That's a big. Uh, right. Thing to be aware of. You know. Yikes. Plus, he likes to chew on so my records, things. which is. You know, it, it's not as dangerous as those other things, but is it's, that non-toxic? <laughs> well, I guess it could be, but I'm I'm more concerned about my records, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, chew on the record, man. It keeps you occupied for five to ten minutes. Uh, chew on it all you want. So I mean, like you know, keeping him entertained. What what kind of toys is he into? Like how how do you, can you buy yourself a little time? What's 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 the jam? Um, well, he has lots of fox stuffed animals, of course. <laughs> right. We love our foxes up here, so we've gotten quite a few of those as gifts. And those are really fun, but there's like these colorful objects. I don't know. We have a series that Cecilia's mom joined us in where they send you toys for the age group that sure. they're in. Yeah. It's super cool. There's like a wooden Kleenex box full of all these different colored Kleenexes they can pull out. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they're like realizing that you can pull something out of something else. I think they're like learning little things here and there. Totally. So that's been pretty cool to try. And just anything that makes funny noises and like he's starting to want to strum the guitar strings if yeah. it's sitting around. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. friggin' cool. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, Orin's. But the hummingbirds really entertain him. Oh, wow. When we're sitting on the deck, they just zoom by, and they're so loud, so they, you can't help but get startled and look at it. Uh -huh. And it's just super cool that he's starting to notice these things. Yeah. Yeah, Oren really, really wants to be friends with our cat, Al. Like, really, Sick. really bad. Al is not as into it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty funny to, like leave me alone i'm relaxing <laughs> yeah it's pretty funny to see those interactions you know um it's funny you talk about 
a wooden Kleenex, like a like a toy Kleenex box, because one of Oren's favorite toys is his uh, is a package of water wipes. <laughs> you know, wow. he just likes to play with the package. Like he has like all these different, you know, blocks or teething toys or like his little pineapple or giraffe or whatever. But he he likes to go for the. Uh, <laughs> The, the water wipes. The water wipes is one of pretty much anything that isn't like actually a toy. That's what he wants. He knows that you know. That, right. <laughs> he knows he shouldn't <laughs> have it. Maybe so. That's what he wants. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, man. So you know, um, today we've got we've got Keller Williams on the program, which is Dude, pretty exciting. So excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was just at Floyd Fest with Keller, and he's always there with his whole family with an RV backstage with a group of friends, and it's really inspiring to see that. Yeah. And they're just having a blast at this festival. You're trying to like t- go talk to him, and oh, he's rehearsing with his daughter because <laughs> they have their father-daughter set that they were about to go do, and I got to see that, and it was heartwarming. So cool, I bet. So yeah. I was like, dude, you have to be on the podcast. <laughs> and of course he's like what you have a parenting podcast <laughs> i think that's everybody's reaction quite honestly <laughs> i think yeah it is we're getting our shit together yeah sort of <laughs> sort of as much as can be expected yeah yeah and if you want to you know stay up to date with all of the shit that we're getting together give us a follow on instagram at holy shit i'm a dad cast um, yeah, and let us know who else you guys want us to interview. Yeah. And any topics you want to hear us discuss. There's all sorts of people we want to talk to. Yeah, yeah. So send... send. Dude, I really want to talk to uh, Bella Fleck. Oh, that'd be good. I, st- I texted you he the has... other day, dude. Del McCurry. Del McCurry. Holy cow. I mean, he's, he's on the... Yeah, the dad, he's got to be the king of the whole thing, right? <laughs> he is the king of the musician dad who started it. <laughs> I'm interested in Bela because I think he had kids after turning 60 or quite late in the game. Oh, wow. He has two kids now. Yeah. So I just want to know how he's... I saw them at Telluride with these two kids running around. <laughs> oh, shit. And I was just like, oh, my Lord, how is he handling Oh, that my right God. Now? I can't imagine. Like, I can't imagine, you know. <laughs> but that would be cool. So let us know who else you guys want us to talk to that's right yeah send us any so uh, many. send us any ideas or any any burning questions you have about your uh your fatherhood journey and um you know we got and if you'd like to sponsor us yeah well yeah that's just hit thing. us up hit us up come on sponsor we are us. a chart topping <laughs> podcast that's right there's certain charts in armenia and whatnot <laughs> yes we're big in armenia <laughs> all right so yeah, before we uh, before we jump into the interview with Keller, uh, let's hear a track off of his kids record uh, entitled "And uh, Kids." <laughs> this is a track we did not legally attain. Right. So I am burning this off of an actual compact disc. <laughs> I don't even know how you do that. Do you need to go back in time to do that? It's going to be really good sound quality. <laughs> it's going to be better sound quality. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Here's here's a kids tune from Keller Williams. I love taking a bath, getting water all over the place. Then the old folks don't spit on the fingers and wipe the dirt off my face. I love taking a bath, it makes me smell all sweet. It makes my hair all fluffy and it gets stink off my feet. I'm taking a bath, I'm taking a bath, 
up brother mm. thanks for joining us on holy shit i'm a dad <laughs> my pleasure thanks for having me it's a genius title ross thought of it i like it i like it we're still saying that to ourselves every day dude i'm really tired today <laughs> <laughs> barry will not sleep lately what the hell is going on baby it's baby time baby time are you still as tired as us keller 16 years into your dad journey no i'm not (laughs) uh i am able to um sleep a lot actually now now that i've established dominance Uh, (laughs) (laughs) okay how do you establish dominance we're being Uh, dominated by our five-month-old baby I have I have um, only established don- dominance in the sleep department. Ah. <laughs> I have proven uh, to be uh, uh, unreliable in the morning, and it's not because uh, I wasn't there and I wasn't doing it. It was because I may or may have not nodded out at a stoplight in front of my kid's school. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I was like, dad, dad, go. Like, oh, uh, and so, uh, uh, of course that got back to my wife, my beautiful, wonderful wife who, uh, actually is the dominant one in life. Uh, but, uh, she has taken it upon herself as a safety precaution to allow me to sleep as long as, as I possibly can. So. I'm dominating in the sleep department. <laughs> so just all, fall asleep at the wheel. And, uh, all, all you, all, all you got to do, all you got to do is just uh, uh, nod out at a stoplight. And, uh, and, uh, and that, that worked for me. I don't know if it'll work for you. Uh, I've had friends. I think get it's arrested. a good tip. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I've, had, I've had friends get arrested before, you know, uh, <laughs> by, by doing that. Um, luckily, it was, it was a stick shift and it was flat. 
And uh, <laughs> I think it went a couple cycles red to green before he got caught. So I think he got a couple Z's in before he went to jail. Oh, <laughs> That's good. I've driven off a cliff before myself. Wow. And uh, I think we were lucky to escape that one alive. Wow. So maybe I won't try to do it again. Wow. That's amazing. Three days in Vegas will leave you mm-hmm. a little hurt up. <laughs> That's too mm-hmm. many. That's too many days in Vegas for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, dude, after uh, we just got to do Floyd Fest with you, which was such a hoot, and your daughter Ella, right? Yeah. She yeah. got up there and sang. A, was it a Blondie tune? What was it? It was. It was uh, Heart of Glass. Oh, the I Blondie love, I love that yeah. song. I love that. Song. What's all you know, I, I put that that guitar line in the middle of Eyes of the World all the time. Oh, nice! <laughs> Phil That's gives good. you the evil eye for that one. I love, but dude, just, that was like I, I such just, an just, incredible just, moment watching uh, you, like watching yeah. you guys do that whole thing. And I was just like, oh my gosh, we've got to talk to Keller on here. It seems like he's a dad who has it all figured out. <laughs> Well, no, it was trial and error with that one, you know, because uh, playing with Leftover, I always want to leave space in the arrangement for, for jamming, you know? And, right. and, and so we, we practiced that song a bunch of times. And every time I would, I would kind of do it differently. I'm like, yeah, let's leave room here. And then the next time it'd be, well, let's, uh, let's leave room over here. Uh, let's do these verses and then, and then we'll jam and then we'll come back on this part. And she was just like, oh, oh God. <laughs> uh, and so, and then you think about, you know, uh, a lead singer while everyone else is jamming, you know, what, what's she going to do? She's going to, you know, so we practice to go straight through it. No jamming, bam, bam, bam with this, the little three, three sections in, 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 uh, in seven, you know, that's my favorite part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, we just went straight through it and practiced it. And there was, there was definitely some, uh, some anxiety leading up to that due to my scatteredness of the arrangement <laughs> with her. Uh, and so I definitely just streamlined it and, uh, and we, we got through it that way. But uh, that was the, the, the third Floyd Fest that I've got to play with her. We've done this. Uh, <clears throat> we've the the first time we played together. We all all we uh, the past three Floyd Fest we've done um, uh, a set, a whole hour set in the kids universe, which is an amazing section of the festival. If you don't know, that has like a big pirate ship with swings and 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 uh, um, slides, and they have a stage that's yeah, a really comfortable tent. You know, that's on like an incline. That's kind of um, uh, section uh what's the word tiered off you know so it's kind of like you know nice little place to sit and um i, I, had I a saw kid- that set this year and it was oh, so fun man nice. i was actually watching it with my dad because he was there and we were walking around i was like we've got to go see this it was oh, oh that's cool thank you well the first year was definitely kind of focusing on songs from my kids record she was on my kids record when she was I don't know, four or five or six. I'm not sure, but she sang this little squeaky, beautiful uh, songs. And I got her to sing a few of those with me uh, on the first time we played. Uh, But then uh, the past two have been, you know, we definitely didn't play any of those kids songs and, and, and it was great for us. And, and we were playing stuff like um, um, the chain, 
mm-hmm. by uh, Fleet, Fleetwood Mac, you know, um, and uh, things like um, Angel from Montgomery and like women are smarter with her singing the, uh, the, the harmonies and, and, uh, and, and this year we're uh, playing stuff like, um, um, like Beyonce, we did a Beyonce song and we did the, uh, the Tom's diner, the Susan Vega uh, along, along with the uh, Imagine Dragons chorus that uses the Tom's diner as the, as the hook, you know, she, she put all that together. So it's really cool watching her, come up with these songs and uh, uh, she's playing guitar now, which is really exciting. So um, that's, it's all, it's all a wonderful thing. And, and uh, I can't really get her to do it on command. You know, it's not <laughs> like, Hey, why don't you come sit in with me? You know? And she's, you know, it takes, it takes a little while. It's, she does it on her own terms and uh, she's way into, you know, looking at colleges and trying to take, classes to get her ready for college which is ready which is nothing like the way I was <laughs> and 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 uh, and music she loves the music but it's not it's not like something she's really focusing on and it's it's just kind of uh so she's smarter than us I guess <laughs> she's way way smarter than us that's what you way want. That's way you want. smarter than us <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's a good thing yeah did it's she like Barry do not play the banjo for a living whatever you do with your life <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> Did she like? Did she just sort of start singing with you kind of one day because music was always around, or what was it like when she started kind of playing with you a little bit? Well, it was tricky because you know when she was when she was little, she's uninhibited, obviously, and uh, uh, but then when we started actually rehearsing for this first uh, set that we were doing at Floyd Fest. Um, it was so good that I would cry (laughs) and, uh, uh, and then that would just make her just so uncomfortable. And then she wouldn't, she, and then, and then she'd leave the room and then my wife's out in the hallway crying. And then, so there was this, there was this, you know, it it took a long time. She's like, I don't want to play with you because you cry. and so <laughs> and it was so good and, and it was harmonizing with her. It was just like, oh my God, oh my God. So it took a while to pull together. And then uh once once I did, um we we got we got really good. And uh um we've done um we got to play at my old high school for this benefit, this big, you know, stage, wooden theater stage, and we both entered on hoverboards. <laughs> and uh, uh so that was that was really fun. Uh, so it, it, it took a while. It took, a, and, and the, and the, the thing that really pisses me off is that she has perfect pitch, you know, hmm. to where I'll say, you know, Ella, give me a C and she'll go, ah, 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 ah. I'll go to the piano. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and it was a problem because, uh, it, if we had practiced something and, and she had, she had a, a part, she couldn't, do it if my guitar was like slightly out of tune if it was like a half step low or something you know uh she's like something's weird something's wrong you know and then she'd have to do it in that key or else she couldn't do it and then after after you know a couple years we started picking keys so that that worried me for a minute to where she she was going to have to she was so um perfectly pitched that she was going to have to you know deal with perfection of where the key was and she wasn't going to be, um, flexible, mm-hmm. but, uh, 
luckily she grew out of that and um, she's very flexible now. Definitely has a certain kind of uh, key that she's most more comfortable in, but will attack something even if she's not that comfortable, which is positive. Mm-hmm. So you never had to like force music on her to get her interested. Cause I wonder what's the best way to get these kids into music as they're growing up. They'll have music around obviously. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely say a, a piano or some kind of keyboard that's always on, you know, as a kid, For sure. as, as a kid, just going up and just kind of banging on it. And, uh, and just, you know, next thing you know, their their fingers are a little uh, spaced out a little bit and they're making melodies. That's that's what I that's what happened with me when I was a kid. I was a I had a route that my mother told me that I would take that I would start, you know, on the piano and then I'd come around to the kitchen and then she'd have these pots and pans <laughs> laid out. And, and then after like 10 minutes of that, you know, she'd make that stop. And then I would set up these pillows, uh, these couch pillows, like a big like neil pert uh <laughs> peter P- peter chris you know peter chris kind of neil pert thing robbie i can picture that actually and and i had i had a little guitar and uh, I w- it was easier to hold i'm right-handed so it's easier to hold you know holding the neck with the right hand and uh and i would you know pretend uh to play and then that kind of went to a hockey stick because it looked more like a um, like an electric guitar, and he took the twine uh, uh, as the strap and leave a little extra twine uh, for the for the um, for the cable. And then, uh, but I think I think for the kids, just having having uh, um, instruments around like percussion instruments, you know, easy shakers, you know, drums. Um, and and uh, some kind of keyboard. I think that's that's kind of where it begins. And then you know, obviously, having music on and having them hear melodies, and then uh, maybe they could pick out a melody. You know, and that's mm-hmm. kind of that's kind of where it starts. I think, at least from my kids and myself. Yeah, Oren's well, really Oren's really drawn to the drums. It seems, unfortunately, so. You know, dealing deal, dealing with that. <laughs> that's that's a that's a definitely a tricky life uh, as a drummer. But uh, but that's I think it's positive rhythm, you know, yeah. and and being being a part of kind of uh, making rhythm, or then being a part of kind of an ensemble mm-hmm. with some other kids uh, on drums. It's always it makes for good video footage at least. <laughs> Every show he's been to, he just like zeroes in, laser focused on who's ever playing drums. It's it's a trip. <laughs> yeah, my kid show uh, that I did, I've had a, I don't know, maybe a, a dozen times around the country. You know, we'd go in, I'd be playing a theater at night and we'd load in at like nine in the morning and do a matinee for kids right. between like one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and when the doors open, I had uh, my friend Ken Crampton from everyone everybody drum yeah i think everybody drum or everyone drum uh something like that and he he would have like 80 little drums and would be <laughs> facilitating facilitating like a drum jam right 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 when the doors would open wow. and so and then the, the and then the you know the show would start uh but everybody loved that drum everyone just talked about the drum circle you know the uh, so of, you had drums available for the kids to all 
Yeah, right yeah, right when the in. doors open, they come straight in and then there's drums all over the, the floor. Dude. Uh and then That's you know, so and, cool. and and my friend Ken, you know, he's a facilitator, so he he'll be like, you know, he, he won't he won't be like leading a class, you know, but he'll he'll be kind of like you know directing the beats, and uh, something like um, you know, if you can say it, you can play it. This is what we're doing. Mmm, mmm, tastes like chocolate. Mmm, mmm, <laughs> tastes like chocolate. And next thing you know, it's just like the parents are just all dancing around and drinking beers and. And then the show starts and it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a letdown, but everyone <laughs> loved, <laughs> everyone loved the, uh, everyone loved the drum. So I think it's good. Uh, it might not be good for your neighbors and, and your, your sanity, right, but at the same right. time, I think it's, uh, uh drums are, are very positive. Totally. They're the most, it, it's the most important instrument. Yeah. Yeah. We've just right. got all kinds of stuff laying around bongos, pianos, keyboards. Yeah. You know, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Speaking That's all of I, your kid's album, I love that album. Thanks for sending it. I also love your kid onesies. I just wish that uh, what it said on there actually happened in real life. <laughs> What's it say? It says "perfectly normal at night," which is a lyric from "Freaker" by the Speaker. That's right. right? That's is that right. the song? That's exactly right. So I got right. that, That's and right. it totally. I was like, uh, "What the hell?" <laughs> Why can he not be perfectly normal at night? Yeah, well, it, him One not day. being him not being perfectly normal at night is actually being perfectly normal, baby. You know, right. so precisely, you know, you have to deal with it. <laughs> Misery loves yeah, if company. You guys could uh, see how tired I look in this screen today. <laughs> what was last night? But, what was last night? What was so gnarly? He just up all night. The last. The last week, it's really cool. He's actually been like going to bed by himself in his crib, yeah, rather than co-sleeping. And we're sort of like trying to get that happening. But he wakes up around two a.m. Mm. and we hear him because the monitor's nearby, and he wants to get in bed, so we nurse him. But he just doesn't really want to go back to sleep. Right. He might sort of go back to sleep on and off, and then I get him out of bed around six. Yeah, yeah, and. uh but it's a little bit of a rough sleep schedule, but it's cool. I'm going back on vacation this weekend when I go to work. So <laughs> it's all good. You know, <laughs> I got vacation, vacation coming is up. Yeah. Work. yeah. Vacation coming up. Yeah. Oh, cool. Where are you going? Oh. But it's exciting. He's starting to go to bed Milwaukee, in his crib. Like without us. <laughs> yeah. Vacation in Illinois and Wisconsin. <laughs> <It's> summer. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be happy to have that hotel room to myself. <laughs> oh, you said that out loud, <laughs> dude. So, like, going back to your early days of being a dad, when you were—I mean, you were on tour pretty hard back then, right? Mm-hmm. Sixteen years ago. Mm. Well, I'm very fortunate um, at that time. Uh, I was able to afford buses and whatnot, and uh, both babies uh, came on tour, and we were able to um, create the bedroom in the back. You know, you take you take the you take the back lounge, and and there's there's some there's some buses that are set up like that. I got star buses where they have like an actual bedroom in the back with a you know like a little shower and and its own bathroom, and then there's what like. Uh, space for six bunks mm-hmm. uh, and then and then the front so they take up you know a little more of the back and but then there's the, the regular 12 bunk bus 
you can actually put a, a bed back there. Uh, some bus companies do that. And um, so both, both babies were able to sleep perfectly over top of that diesel pusher. And <laughs> amazing. Uh, it was really you were great. Mostly doing a solo tour then, right? Yeah. Well, no, there was definitely some, there was definitely, there was a, a WMDs tour with, uh, you know, uh, Keith Mosley, uh, Jeff Seip, Gib Droll. And we also had, also had a crew, you know, we had a, 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 a Scott Johnson on video, Lou and uh, on sound, obviously. And uh, I think we had um, maybe Andrew Queen, I think uh, was working with us. And then we had a tour manager. So it was like a huge, huge bus with the, uh, you know, mom, dad, and baby in the back. <laughs> and um, that's amazing. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was really fun and, and really different because, you know, uh, I would have to get up early and we would, you know, obviously drive at night and wake up, you know, close to the venue or at the venue. And then, uh, we would get up and, and get off the bus and go do stuff, you know, strollers and stuff. And, uh, so that's a whole different world, but it was, I wouldn't take it back and definitely have some amazing pictures, you know, of, mm-hmm. and videos of, of little toddlers in rock and roll situations which is hilarious <laughs> but yeah it was uh, it was it was definitely good and once the uh once the 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 routine started to kick in um where uh kids were going to you know start start school and it was very important to stick to a routine uh and that's when um uh, i took on that weekend warrior mentality you know nashville style where you leave on thursday and come back sunday evening and i think i've been really happily doing that for the past decade or so Mm. uh and that and that's you know i um i still can't necessarily afford buses now but if i could i probably wouldn't you know because it would be uh i I like being gone for three or four days not much longer yeah that I've got really nice way to go. I've gotten spoiled. Yeah, I've gotten kind of spoiled. And you're still taking your family to tons of festivals at Floyd Fest. I love seeing you there every year with your RV and your family. Kids are jamming, and it's so inspiring to see that. Yeah, man, that's a that's a great uh, a great place for the kids. Uh, now that they're getting older, it's becoming a little bit, you know. Uh, scary in the sense that you know they grew up uh, they they were little kids when they first went to that festival and now they know that site and they know a lot of kids that they only see there and uh you know it's getting to that point where we really got to start keeping an eye on them <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a yeah there's a while we were always with them and then a couple years later you go out do your thing come back here at a certain time and and now it's kind of like well yeah they they could be really partying and <laughs> that festival parties yeah yeah uh, but but my kids I, I feel confident uh, that they definitely aren't on that trail just yet but the girls you know, my son's thirteen and uh, and there's a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of things in life he's ready to explore in the female department, I think. <laughs> and, uh, that's, uh, getting a little, that's getting a, a little, uh, you know, you guys, I gotta start to think about stepping up and, uh, 
I mean, he knows everything there is to know, but it's just kind of like, it's, uh, it's at that point, you know, and it's, it's totally normal. And, and, uh, you know, um, my 16 year old, I definitely have uh, total confidence with her and she's very close with both of us, my wife and I, and, uh, it was kind of a different, it's kind of a different teenage situation from what I've heard with other folks, but she's very honest and very tight with us. And that's really beautiful. Whereas my son is not, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he, uh, you know, he is definitely, um, uh, he has a great personality and he's a good looking kid and he makes friends really easily. And, uh, and he's, you know, he's, he's definitely got a little sneakiness to him and, uh, Floyd Fest, they just, they absolutely just love that festival. And, uh, there's a couple, there was a couple other places this summer. We got, I got to take him like we, um, I was doing these two breweries in Northern, uh, uh upstate New York, I guess it was Canadagua. New York. It took me a couple of days to learn how to say Canadagua, uh, and also Sherman, New York. And both of those, we, uh, they packed up the car with a bunch of merchandise and, and, uh, my wife and, and daughter definitely, uh, get into selling merchandise and bringing, bringing all, bringing it all up. And we have, you know, a whole basement room, uh, <laughs> floor to ceiling full of you know merchandise and cds that people will never buy but we take them <laughs> we, we take them up there and they uh they're they're a great team and, and and my son he's starting to get into you know carrying the heavy stuff for money there you go and it's just like you see him walking through with these big brothers and you never see him you never see him work around here and i'm like damn you look good man you got those guns working he's like i'm just in it for the money <laughs> He's just he's walking these big barrels to the uh, to the car at the end of the night. As I'm sitting there sipping cocktails, watching him, walking, hey, you do good, man. You do good. Keep going. Keep going. Good job. Good job. So yeah, that's my that's my life in the nutshell, right there. As far as the kids at festivals, you know, like can't wait to put the kids to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As far as like you know, getting scarier or whatever when they're when they're teenagers and growing up and that kind of thing. Do you think? what we do, the industry we're in, you think it kind of, you think it's a pro or a con. Do you think it like kind of promotes openness and like enabling that trust and being able to talk about stuff? Or, I mean, you kind of are dealing with a little bit of both. It sounds like, do you think it's a result of, of what we do at all? Do you think it impacts it? Um, I think it, the, the openness and honesty, I'm, I'm hoping could come straight from the, the parents, you know, uh, and in what we do and being around the things that we are, um, instead of hiding it, like, right. you know, legalization, legalization in Virginia, for, for, for instance, um, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, but you know, it's, you know, the, like, like my dad, for instance, it's like, how do you deal with that with your kids? And I'm like, well, you know, with what I do, it's like, you know, it's legal. It's that they definitely know all about it. Uh, they know what's good and what's bad about it and how, you know, um, it's, you know, smoking is anything is bad for your health. Uh, it's bad, you know, definitely try to stay away from smoking anything. You know, it's definitely one of those things where instead of hiding it, we definitely explain it to its fullest extent, you know, and, uh, um, it's uh, it gets trickier when you know 
you get into really kind of adult situation around festivals at, at night when someone's having like a bad trip or something and uh, it's real negative and you have to kind of like, you know, walk away and protect and like kids are like, what the, what the hell's going <laughs> on there? You know, um, you know, they, they see that and they see the negative side of that scene too. And it's like, God, I don't want anything to do with that, but that's, it's kind of good to where they see the bad and the good. And right. we're there. Thank God to, to tell them, uh, well, that's, that's what's happening there. And yeah, it's something that could happen. You know, if you're, if you're depressed, these things will elevate your depression. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so, so I think it's, it's positive that, uh, that, that we're able to show them uh, the good and the bad, and it's going to be out there and they're going to see it, whether, whether we're around them or not. Mm -hmm. I think, I think, you know, um, um, so I, I'd say it's, it's a pro. That's really cool. Yeah. That's neat that you're able to just like share those experiences, you know? I mean, I was always able to talk to my mom like openly about like when I wanted to like try smoking pot or something like that. And I feel like if I didn't Mm -hmm. have that, then I would have been more likely to just like go off the rails or a little bit, you know, like keeping it Mm -hmm. secret, I think is, is, is not as good of a thing to be doing for sure. So that's cool. Yeah. That hasn't, I haven't really opened up to my parents until you know, uh, recently, you know, once I turned fi- I'm 51 uh-huh. and once I turned 50, you know, I was just like, Hey dad, you know, smoke some weed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 God, no. Uh, but, um, they, you know, they, they have definitely come to grips with it. My dad, my dad's been real sick since February and I've been trying to, you know, incorporate any kind of help that I can, but, uh, yeah, they're definitely on a, on a path of not, uh, I mean, they, they, they came out to me and they said that, you know, they definitely have, have done it before and their, their neighbor used to have big brick of hash in his, <laughs> in his freezer and they'd meet, you know, in between houses and, uh, and that's something I never knew, which I thought was funny, yeah. but, um, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, I think it's, you know, it's really important to, to be open, but to, to a point too, at the same thing, you know, where, uh, you don't want to really shed the, the super incredible positive aspects that you feel about the things you do in hopes that they will do go ahead, go out and try it. You know, you just right. have to kind of like, you know, can't glorify anything, yeah. but you just be real, real, real honest and open. That's kind of how I try to be. That's awesome. Yeah. Super cool, man. That is really cool, man. Because because we both know there's this euphoric things that we can do that make our minds explode <laughs> that everyone should try and just oh my god, this is so great. But you gotta you gotta you gotta wait until they're you know in their twenties. Yeah, I mean it's like anything. <laughs> <laughs> you you could you just gotta give them opportunity and information and let them sort of figure. I mean, like we were talking about with music, you know, like I would love it. I mean, everybody we talk to who plays music with their kids, like. You know, I feel like I'd be you. I'd just be crying the whole time. It'd be like the most amazing thing ever. But like, yeah, yeah, not gonna, not gonna shove it down his throat or make him make him take piano lessons or something like that. You know, it's it's got to be something well, you want to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I was forced to take piano lessons, but I, I wish I, never I was. really. I wish I was. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 and and my daughter and both kids, you know, they de- we definitely tried it out. It was like a Yamaha. 
mm-hmm. school where they teach, uh, right. was it dough fetch or do re mi that, that stuff. It's not like the, you know, it's, what's it called? Dough fetch or dough? I don't, I don't remember. But soul fetch. Soul fetch. Soul fetch. That's it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I did that in college. <laughs> oh, did you? And uh, it's, stuff. And they definitely, you know, got to got to playing. But once they started really complaining about, I, it's yeah. just like it's hard to it's hard to push it on them. You know? Totally. And yeah. I, I would I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah. Yeah, I was lucky. I grew up in North Carolina. You grew up in Virginia, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew up in North Carolina. So much bluegrass around. So much music. I mean, I remember. Yeah, I saw leftover salmon at Merle Fest the first time with my mom. <laughs> Because she had taken me to see Seldom Seen or something. She loves Ooh, Seldom nice. Seen. You uh, know? Who, do- who yeah. doesn't? And I loved them too, but I saw like Leftover doing their thing. And I was like, I think those guys are having a little bit more fun. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I saw, uh, I, I saw them at Telluride for the first time in 1995. And uh, it was raining, maybe a little bit of snow. And they came out hot. And just was ripping. I was like, "Holy shit, what is this?" And uh, I've been a fan ever since, man. It's mm. freaked me out. It's great. As a kid, like, just as a kid, seeing that energy and the fun aspect of the music—that's what turned me on more than anything. I loved like really good music, but the fun of it mm-hmm. seemed really appealing to me. So I think just whatever you can do to keep music fun for the kids as they grow up. Yeah, we'll try to do that. Killer. I agree. Are, are your kids yeah. are your kids into you know this style of music? I know you mentioned some of the other tunes that you have played with your daughter, but do they do they get into this kind of stuff too? Or no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the long open jams. Uh, yeah. uh, like you know, there's during the um, during the pandemic, I would have. Friday night says, you know, daddy freak night or whatever. And where I would, you know, in the beginning of the pandemic, like March, April, May, it was still really cold at night. So on Friday nights, I'd build this big fire and I'd have like Friday night cheese going through this really loud, you know, uh, thing. And then sometimes I'd flip over to like, you know, the, uh, the Grateful Dead, um, stream, uh, that they, they, they would do on YouTube. They'd be some kind of new, you know, eight camera shot, you know, from some show and I'd go back and forth and uh, the long jams, super long jams, like in the middle where it like, you know, just keeps going on and on. My daughter said, <clears throat> this is what I think of the soundtrack in hell would be like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, so, so she's not, into girl. It. Uh, but uh, um, she really likes uh, like Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. And then she, she went back to see who Billie Eilish listened to. And there was this, uh, it's an artist named Eloise. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so she's like diving into this kind of, uh, you know, um, female Americana kind of adult contemporary folk type of thing, you know, Brandy Carlisle, oh, uh, Casey Musgraves, mm-hmm. you know, and she's, she can, you know, sing that whole Casey Musgraves record and sounds just like her it's just so it's so good my son um is into 21 pilots Mm. 21 pilots yeah and um 
he was really into like Travis Scott, the rapper, because he was on uh, uh, Fortnite. My son was really into Fortnite for a while, and Travis Scott's a rapper and did this huge concert inside of Fortnite, <clears throat> where he, where you know he was just this huge giant swimming through the water like a whale and then comes up and it's just it was badass but uh it's re it's really really interesting to hear uh the progression of the music that my kids get into um i i, I recorded a song called spirits uh with the keels and that's by a a, a newer indie rock band um from um like recent, you know, uh, uh, it was on the radio and, and my son, you know, we have like uh, Spotify and stuff. So everyone can pull up music that they want. And he would pull up this song called Spirits. And, and, the, and the chorus is like, I got guns in my head and I won't go. Spirits in my head and it won't go. When the guns, they rattle, the guns, they rattle the roll. And I was like, damn, that is a good song. I'm, I'm recording that one. Uh, <laughs> And then it was like the um, uh, the he's watching um, uh, got Guardians of the Galaxy, and the 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 uh, was it Michael uh, no not Michael Douglas um, the uh, Star Lord's father is famous actor I can't remember is uh, Kurt Kurt Douglas maybe mm. no Kurt Russell I don't know but he's uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's fighting. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the Chris Pratt character is getting ready to die and he comes back and then he picks up his gun and then the, the chain starts boom, boom, down, boom, down, you know, by Fleetwood Mac, boom, boom, down, boom, down, down, listen to the wind blow and he starts killing everyone. And then, uh, and because of that, me, you know, my daughter and I just kept hearing him play that song over and over. And next thing you know, we're like in the heart in the hallway while he's playing it and they're harmonizing together. And she's like, Ooh, we should do this at Floyd Fest. And we did. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's, so friggin' cool. Stuff dude. like that, you know, stuff like that you can really pick up. Uh, and one you do with the uh, traveling McCurry's, I, didn't you say you got that from a video game as well? The traveling McCurry's. Um, uh, everybody's I, got a price. Oh yeah. Where'd you get that that's, one? That's I, I absolutely oh love that song. That's exactly right. That's called uh uh need the money uh, price tag. Price tag. Right. By, oh, by God, Jesse I love J. Your version of that. By J Jesse J. You know, you, it, and, and the original is like, you know, the, the and, and and there's that, you know, the dance game with the uh the Xbox uh with the little sensor on it. Uh -huh. So where you don't have the, the controllers, the sensor picks up your body movements and you get points by, <laughs> by, by doing exactly what the, what the dancer's <laughs> doing, you know? And, uh, and that's, that was, you guys could see this dance at home. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was one. It was, yeah. It's like this. It's just, you know, she was like doing this. I think she was doing this. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh yeah. And then she, and then she was doing this. <laughs> and, and, uh, but um, I definitely got it from that from that game for sure, and uh, that that was that was a, a huge a huge hit for us. <laughs> I think John. So we I can think, use our kids to find hit songs to do. There you go. Yes, absolutely, like absolutely. It's a huge a huge uh, inspiration is listening to the listening to the kids' music. <laughs> That's friggin' cool, man.
Oh man, well, Keller, you got any uh, any words of wisdom or some some sort of crazy story you remember from when they were little out on the road or anything like that? You want to leave us with some uh, some fatherly mm. advice here? Fatherly advice. <laughs> we need a lot of it. How to get so. our kids okay. to sleep? <laughs> that um, would be really good right now. <laughs> sleep training, perhaps. Um. Well. <laughs> How old can you start them on melatonin? You know, um, there's, <laughs> there's always, there's always just a teeny tiny little, little teeny tiny little bit of Benadryl, a Benadryl, just teeny teeny little drop of Benadryl. Um, I don't think you should use, you know, whiskey like my grandmother did on me. Um, but um, I think you know, you turned out fine. That's, oh, thanks. <laughs> I think my my only my only uh, my only uh, idea or suggestion is is as hard as it is, you know, you really really have to uh, step up your patience and your control of your temper. You know, um, it's uh, it's a real tricky thing. You know when uh, I'm Ross, maybe, I don't know if you, uh, knew, uh, we're, we're in this, in, in the, uh, you know, the, the realm of, of spanking, <laughs> but, uh, it's just that, that, that has just gone so far away oh, and yeah. you can't really even, uh, come close to doing that anymore. And, um, although you want to, <laughs> I'd say, I would say breathe deep. And focus on your breath and feel your surroundings and know that everything will pass and time will heal and you'll feel a lot better about yourself if you don't beat your children. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Great advice. Great advice. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe that advice. Yeah. It's really it's it's really great. True. Sometimes, sometimes it doesn't hurt to let them know that you could, (laughs) but right now you're choosing not to. And what about uh, when he's beating us? Just about that what? When he's beating us, I mean, like we're laying in bed and he like bitch slaps you in the face so hard, or kicks you in the nuts. He also just like kicks, kicks you. Like if he turns himself sideways, then he's just kicking. You like wake up being completely yes. kicked like hundreds of times. So, so you need you don't need, retaliate. Yes. Yeah, well, no. Yeah, yeah. You need to learn self defense, Andy. You, you need to right, be able okay. to be able Wax to tell on. tell when those things those things are coming. You know, uh, and you got to you got to be able to get ahead of it. Got to be able to get ahead of it. No, no, no. No is weak. No is weaknesses. Look, look at where's look at what leg he's laying on and st- st- standing on. If it's you know bent a little bit, you know you can sweep that at any time. So. Cool. I think we've learned a lot today. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> the big okay. takeaway: don't beat your children. Don't. No. 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 That's it. That's that's. Good if advice. you're gonna take if you're gonna take anything away from this, yeah, that's. Don't don't beat on them. Yeah, I think that'd be that'd be a good T-shirt or onesie for you, Keller. Don't beat your children, maybe you know. <laughs> you know, yeah, John John Hart. We're gonna steal uh, that actually. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave John we'll, Hart. We'll, we'll quote you with it though. 
John, right. John, John Hart, who's a, who's an old friend who works, oh, yeah. used to work at least at Terrapin. Yeah. He was, he was talking about a, a, a t-shirt he would make about the outside uh, part of Terrapin. Was is that, does that have a name? Uh, I, was it the backyard? Uh, oh, yeah, just the backyard. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was like Terrapin backyard parenting optional. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sounds like our kind of place to play a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I think he was pissed at the bocce ball setup that oh, he God. That bocce scraped bit. out and, <laughs> and has a and has a you know a league and then all the kids are building <laughs> sandcastles in there. So. <laughs> Pouring sodas in there. <laughs> awesome, man. Well thanks Fine. thanks so much for joining us, Kelly. This has been a hoot, man. <laughs> My pleasure. Thanks for having me, you guys. All right. Well, that was funny as hell. And, uh, you know, I think, I think we got to get some t-shirts, some Holy shit. I'm a dad t-shirts that say, Holy shit. I'm a dad, uh, on the back. We'll write, don't beat your kids. And we'll attribute like that to Keller. Or I like what your earlier idea, Holy shit. He's my dad. Well, that's coming. Oh, that's going to be the onesies, you know? So everybody, yeah. So, you know, stay tuned, give us a follow on Instagram at holy shit I'm a dad cast cuz the merch game is going to be on fire pretty soon. If you'd All like right? to so invest just... into our merch empire, let us know. <laughs> we're going to have all baby products. Oh yes. You're going to oh, want yeah. this gonna, stuff. We're going to kill the baby swag game. Keller was the best, <laughs> man. He's just a super dad. Yeah. Yeah, he really does, man. It's super inspiring. You know, everybody we talk to, it's really inspiring, but just the way he's been able to do that you know first with the tour bus thing and then that thing he said about um when it when the routine became really important that really resonated with me you know and then he started doing the weekend thing that's it's really admirable and you know it seems like they've got a great thing going he's got it figured out yep yep maybe we will one day yeah well you know his kids are 16 so we got a little ways to go I hope y'all uh, dug today's episode and, you know, uh, let us let us know. So ta- uh, comment on the Instagram. Send us a message. Who do you want to hear on the program coming up next? You got any questions, any topics you want us to cover? Uh, let us know. And then, you know, hit up Andy if you want to sponsor the show. <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> I'm a right very on. shrewd right. businessman. <laughs> oh yeah well so, barry's even barry's even worse man i seen that we'll picture let barry handle the money. negotiations you don't want to deal with him <laughs> little monster <laughs> he will really have the best of you he dominates any situation <laughs> all right everybody well thanks for joining us on holy shit i'm a dad uh, my name is ross james and don't beat your kids i agree and i'm andy <laughs> see you guys next time <laughs> later Holy shit, I'm a dad.